0: It seems like it's been 40 weeks since you got 40 winks. Your back pain? Unbearable. Tossing, turning, trying to find that pain-free position. And that's the moment you realize you can't spend another waking moment putting off treatment. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for spine care with a ton of surgical and non-surgical treatments for back pain. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better. The Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. The Pound This Podcast is brought to you by the Christ Hospital Health Network. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty
1: gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Pound This Podcast. I'm Amanda Valentine. My guest today, dietitian Amelia Noel. Hello, Amelia. Hello, Amanda. Let's talk about
1: fat. Let's talk about fat, baby. Yeah.
0: So I figured... We're living in a, in a keto world. We are. And we're, we're, I see a lot of people putting like MCT oil in their coffee. And you're talking about like the Bulletproof coffee and, and butters and what are healthy fats and coconut oil that solves everyone's problems. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was a good topic to really just talk about healthy fats, the right amounts to have in your life, um, how often you should be having them, the right choice, every, just everything about fat. I love it. To just please tell me that it's okay to eat insane amounts of butter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Oh, that. dang it! I know. I, I already knew the answer to that.
0: <laughs> so
1: we primarily have three types of fat: so okay. saturated fat, trans fat, and then unsaturated fat.
0: Yeah. So I know that trans fat is bad, but I don't know why.
1: Yeah. So trans fat is a type of fat that has been chemically manipulated to okay. be shelf stable. Gotcha. So you're going to find it in highly processed foods, fried foods, baked goods, frozen pizzas, margarine, that sort of thing. And they're really inexpensive to use and they have a long shelf life, so companies love to use them. And they give a desirable taste and texture.
0: So it's like the high fructose corn syrup of the fat world. Yes. Gotcha. You
1: are 100% correct. I like that comparison. So the thing is that, Like, a lot of fast food places can use those trans fats multiple times to fry things, and they don't have to change the oil out. Ah, okay. So, trans fat, we want to avoid and really minimize as much as possible from anyone's diet because it's going to raise your, quote-unquote, bad cholesterol, which is your LDL, and lower your good cholesterol, which is your HDL. And it's also going to increase risk of heart disease and stroke and type 2 diabetes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So, we want to avoid that saturated fat um is going to be found mostly in animal products like meat and dairy and then also in tropical oils like coconut oil palm oil and if you want a little way to remember it saturated fat s for saturated means s for solid so if that fat is solid at room temperature it's likely a saturated fat
0: like bacon grease
1: yep you got it got it yep so (laughs) um so saturated fat it is recommended to limit to like 5 to 6% of your daily calories.
0: So don't just motor on the coconut oil all you day. Got it. Yep. Okay.
1: So that's where if you're on like a 2000 calorie diet, that'd be about 13 grams of saturated fat a day. Okay. So saturated fat is going to be from like I mentioned animal products, so whole milk, dairy, um, you know, the fattier the meat, the more saturated fat. And that is going to also have similar effects as trans fat. So raise the bad cholesterol lower the good and re- increase risk of heart disease and stroke.
0: I think it's important to note there that you said 13 grams of that a day because that is crazy easy to hit. You like got that, that right. is like a piece of meat. Yes. if you know, Depending not, on what
1: type of piece of you meat you're eating. Yeah, yeah. So, I
0: mean, if you're eating bacon and chicken thighs mm-hmm. and you're also putting some coconut oil on whatever you're cooking and, oh man, like yep. that's just like, you can rack that up super quick. You can. And so that's
1: where, I mean, I love cheese. I oh, love yeah. cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Cheese and butter, baby. If we're limiting to around 13 grams of saturated fat or less a day, that's like, at two pieces of cheddar cheese. Oh, cheese. Almost there.
0: Like slices or like just little chunks? Two slices.
1: Yikes. I know, okay. I know. So it's really easy to rack up. So that's where, if you're like looking at a product, trying to decide if it's a good choice, a good recommendation is look for three grams of saturated fat or less okay. for the serving. Obviously, if you're doing that and everything that you eat in the day has three, you're probably going to be over on your saturated fat, but it's yeah. just like a good rule of thumb. Um, to kind of gauge product by product. Gotcha. Yep. So then that leaves us with our unsaturated fat. Our unsaturated fat, unsaturated, good for you. So that's a nice easy way to remember it. Okay. And unsaturated fats are going to be the heart healthy fats. So... Avocado. Avocado, olive oil, avocado oil, nuts, seeds, fatty fish. Um, So these are the heart healthy fats that are going to help lower cholesterol, it's going to help protect us from heart disease, it's also going to help protect our cognition and memory, mm-hmm. and uh, prevent stroke. So we if we're eating fat, and obviously I love fat, it makes everything taste good, then we want to be focusing on getting more of our fat being that unsaturated or the heart healthy. But fats. so what
0: are what are the limits that we want to try to reach with that? Then, if we're looking at thirteen grams for the saturated fat, what's a, what's a healthy amount to have of unsaturated fat? So it's gonna depend on like your macronutrient breakdown,
1: but a decent recommendation would be like twenty to thirty percent of your calories should be from fat. So then five or six percent of that 20 to 30 would be the saturated. so that remaining would be unsaturated. So usually like, for example, that 2,000 calories could be around 20 to 30 grams of healthy fats a
0: day. Okay, so it gives you some more wiggle room than that. So I had a small avocado with breakfast this morning in my safe.
1: Yeah, so a serving of avocados for a small would be like a half, a medium would be a third of the avocado, and then a jumbo would be a quarter.
0: Okay, well, I ate the entire small one. Because I love avocados, Yeah, too, right? So, yeah. I mean, a I very... had it with egg whites and spinach, so I, don't, I feel like... You're fine. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so that's where it's just about probably, again, it's going to depend on the individual nutrient breakdown for you, but regularly, if people are consuming like 50 grams of fat a day then we want only like 5 or 6% of those to be from the gotcha. saturated and the re- remaining to be unsaturated.
0: So if you are doing a keto focused diet, mm-hmm. which I know heavily relies on on fat. So yes. so what are what are the effects of that then or, or you know it just seems like if if that's only supposed to be like 20 30% of your food all day, is that still what the goal is if you're doing keto?
1: So if you were doing keto, then your numbers would heavily shift and you would be consuming a lot more fat. Okay, that is that twenty to thirty percent is going to be someone that's like fifty to fifty-five percent carbohydrates. Okay, fifteen to twenty percent protein and twenty to thirty percent fat. So that's where that number comes from. So if they are someone is doing keto, then obviously they're going to be consuming mostly fat, and those carbs are way down, Mm -hmm. and so then they're also eating more protein. But you still want to keep
0: those at the unsaturated
1: fats you got it so you still want to keep that saturated fat of it's like five to six percent of your fat calories and i think the issue with keto is people tend to think they can just eat like massive amounts of bacon and well, be fine
0: i mean i wouldn't even say bacon i would just say you know and i've done like keto weeks before yeah. i haven't like just you know gone all because I, I i know myself i have to have carbs or yeah. i'll cut someone same so that you know that i i feel like it's just like okay, well, I know this is a fat, so that equals good. Right. Of like, I'm not eating carbs, so I can just keep eating. I mean, I'm, I totally get it. Like, I just can keep eating the cheese and the meats and and just eat guac right. all day um, because you're seeing that as it's good. It's part of what's making this diet work. So, but then it just feels like there's not even any regulation on it because it's just. I mean. Hey, man, I could eat cheese and guacamole all day, every day. Oh, my gosh. But it's, it just Me seems too. like it's almost like unhinged because – and I'm not saying this is for everybody at oh, all. Yeah. I'm making very broad, sweeping statements here that it's – yeah, that is just like that there's – it doesn't matter the amount because you're making that choice right. over uh, highly refined carbs or sugars or processed food.
1: And so that's where, like you said, that person's fat intake is going to be – double, triple what someone else who is having carbs in their diet is going to be. I'm still going to encourage everyone to do minimal saturated fat as possible. Still do 5 to 6% of their total fat intake. Um, Total fat calories, I'm sorry, to be from saturated fat. So mm-hmm. that's where using, you know, because chicken thighs still only has like 2 grams of saturated fat. So you're still okay in terms of like you're not consuming a 73% ground beef, right? Yeah. So using those uh, plant-based oils and nuts, seeds, avocados, avocado oil, the fatty fish like salmon, you're going to be getting healthy fats from all those sources, but still you're racking up fat.
0: Yeah. And I think those those are things that I, I have personal problems with that I get into danger zones with because, again, you, in your brain, you're like, this is healthy for me. Yep. This is good. This is the best choice. Avocados, especially... Yeah, the avocado, let's just use avocado and nuts because I love them both. And I have a really hard time with portion control with those. I mean, I just even told you, I I have to eat the entire avocado. There's no cutting it in half and saving later. It's just like I've never used a chip clip. It's all happening now. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel that way with like the avocado and nuts that I know a serving of nuts is like a fourth of a cup, which is just like... That, that is a tease yeah, for me agreed. and so but it, it's hard because your mind is telling you this is healthy this is a better choice you could be doing worse things so then you just eat an entire bag of nuts or you eat an entire bowl of guacamole of but it's yeah it's I, I don't even know if you have the answer for that of just where it's like your mind plays tricks on you Of it, it tells you you're healthy so then you don't portion it out in the correct ways and it's so easy to wrap wrap so up those calories easy. and so fat
1: has nine calories per gram versus carbohydrates and protein have four calories per gram so that's where it's so much easier to rack it up with fat because it's double the amount of calories yeah. per gram for fat or for protein or carbohydrates so that's where it like you said these things are by themselves nutritious But if I eat three cups of nuts, I'm at like 2,000 calories, right? So how do we find that balance? And that's where I think having a balanced plate in general comes into play. Because trust me, I probably eat two servings of peanut butter a day and a serving of an avocado a day. Yeah. And that's a lot of fat grams, but I'm not eating them all at one time. I'm spreading throughout the day and then I'm having them with other things to fill me up. And that is some control right there. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I have to scoop it out and put it away and leave the home and then I can enjoy it. Well,
0: and I see that's that's the reason why I, I, you know, and not everybody has this issue. But like that's a reason why I'm a meal prepper is because if it's not portioned out, I'm going to pound. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a stop. I don't there is no red light. And that's why I think it is important to have, like, I love those, especially the little snack baggies, the ones you get now that have the little measurements on them. It's amazing. Yeah. And so that, and if you take, because if I leave a whole bag of nuts as a whole bag and I have a bad day at work or something and I go home, I grab the whole bag and I will sit there and mindlessly eat to comfort myself. And I know that I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing at this point. But if I take the time when I buy that to portion them all out and that little baggie makes it you know, idiot proof for the yep, most part because yep. yeah, I don't I don't do math. Then you portion all out a whole bag or you go to the bulk section and you portion it out and then you put it in your pantry or wherever you're gonna put it from there, then it's easier to be like, okay, we're well, gonna grab one bag and you know that, okay, this is not filling me up. You at least understand how much you're putting in instead of just mindlessly keep eating you're like oh well it wasn't that much but you don't maybe really was know 18, how much it maybe was. Was
1: 30 yeah no
0: i love that you do that that's one of the things that i recommend
1: to people is if it's a challenge a temptation whether it's chips nuts whatever it is mm-hmm. as soon as you get it home portion it out because then exactly what you said when you reach for that second bag you're like okay i know what i'm doing like i am moving into that second serving or am I taking a step back and saying, I'm good for now. Let me go find something else. Yeah. Versus just, you know, if going out of the bag is just so much more uncontrolled.
0: Yeah. 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 I feel that way. Exactly. Especially that's why I get the little cups of guacamole. Yes. Because I know exactly what that is and where it gives me a stop. <laughs> yeah. Because then you're not just carrying it through it. that container. Otherwise, yeah. Because yeah. if I get like the big container... I just take a spoon to it. Wipe it out. Yeah, same thing. I mean, that's why it's hard for me to have stuff like Nutella or cookie butter around. Like, that just gets a spoon right to the jar. It's the reason I can't have ice cream in my house. Uh I will just eat it. Yeah. I mean, and that's where I think it's important to not rip those foods out of your diet. It's just that you understand your relationship with them and when it's the right time to have them and when it's not. Yeah. And I know for me, Like I, I mean, I love butter so much and I, I don't keep butter in my house because not only will I put it on everything, I will literally just slice off pieces of butter and eat it. Yeah. And I know that's not healthy for my heart. Right. And it's one of those things too, where I'm like, I love coffee and people are putting grass fed butter and coffee. I'm like, it seems like a marriage made in heaven for me. Of these two things I love, put them together. But also, for me, it, in my own issues, I'm like, I, then I'm drinking my calories. I don't, and I know that fills a lot of people up, but it doesn't for me.
1: I'm 100%. And with so you.
0: I'm like, there's a lot of fat in there, there's a lot of calories, and that's just my own thing of like, I, you know, that's, that's potentially two, 300 calories in a cup of coffee when it could have been like six. Yeah. And that for me, like, then I know that each day the butter is going to creep up a little bit more and you're like, eh, just a little bit more. And that's just how I behave. And I think that. I think that fat can be dangerous in that way, even though it is healthy for you, but because it does taste so good and it goes down so easy, and when it has this healthy label attached to it, it's easy to go overboard. It is. And we need fat, right? Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: it is one of the macronutrients. It is a precursor for a lot of different hormones and steroids in our body, and it has a lot of function. It's just a matter of the right amount of fat and... Or I should maybe not the right amount, but not overdoing it on fat and then just making those right choices on it.
0: Well, speaking of this, too, is that, I, you know, I think it's becoming more and more public knowledge. But when you think about you buy something and I know this is a bigger problem in the 90s, which I don't really remember this problem. But you hear about it now, with like yeah. the whole no fat craze yes. um, because I was too young to care about dieting at that point. But whenever you do buy something, let's say like a cottage cheese or a sour cream that's no fat, they just amp the sugars in it, which is kind of making it worse, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so a lot lot of low-fat products are, if they're taking something fat, something out fat, they oftentimes put something back in. I think the best example is going to be peanut butter. If you look at low-fat peanut butter, what is peanut butter? It's mostly fat, right? Yeah which is why it's so good. Well, if I take something out, then I'm putting in sugar to provide that mouthfeel and that Mm -hmm. satiety. So that's where with some of those products, you can get really tricky. When it comes to um, dairy, such as like milks and cheeses, they don't necessarily put anything back in. So milk, for example, like whole milk versus 2% versus 1%, that just indicates the fat, but the amount of protein and natural sugars remains the same, which is why people like whole milk because it's so creamy, right? And skim milk is water, supposedly. So (laughs) um, depending who you ask. And it's just because that fat's gone. So that mouthfeel is gone. Yeah. But when it comes to a lot of those more processed foods, if they're taking something out, they're putting it back in. So that's where I'd recommend, I tell everyone, go full fat peanut butter. Go full fat with some of those plant based fats again. I think yeah. that's the difference versus those dairy fats. Well, just
0: so I know for me, like I love cottage cheese, even though it gives me some digestive I love stuff now. Cheese. But it's like the full fat cottage cheese, oh my god, yeah, give it to me all day. Oh. Especially the Michigan brand, those yes. cheese. But the no fat cottage cheese I think tastes so nasty. Like I can't I just you can't I can't even it. do it. And
1: that's where I a hundred percent agree. So I would just take a look at that label and make sure it's three grams or less of saturated fat per serving. Okay. I know at least some of the 4% milk fats has 3 grams of saturated fat. Gotcha. 2% gets down to 1.5. And then fat-free is, of course, fat-free. Yeah. So that's where I like to find a balance in the middle where you can still enjoy that fat, but it's not um, accumulating so quickly.
0: Yeah. So I guess the lesson is here that I mean ha- fats are healthy. I yes. mean to a degree if you're talking about healthy, unsaturated fats or yeah. um, fat has any fat that it has a place yeah, in absolutely. your diet. Yep. But with anything else, it's just be mindful of the amount. I mean, that's with anything of everything is in moderation with protein, with yeah. carbohydrates. Um, I mean, outside of I guess just fruits and vegetables. I mean, even fruits you could argue, I guess, yeah. with the amount of sugars and carbs that can come with that. But it's just like I I, you want 12 know, bananas at one time, huh? So twelve bananas at one time. Probably <laughs> yeah. not. the Oh best. man do do bananas get a wrap though? Like they because then they're so starchy and yep. sugary, but they're also like a fruit, and you think they they're are. healthy. It's, it's the same thing as like an avocado, where mm-hmm. you're like it's healthy. But it also – it has some baggage with it. <laughs> I'm like, eat it with some, some
1: plant-based – some protein of some sort. Pair it with some nuts or some peanut butter and yeah. that will balance out the carbs and you're good to go.
0: Yeah. But I, I think it's – I know some people avoid bananas altogether because they're scared of the carbs for it. And I, I mean, for, I don't know. You're the dietitian. My, my um, solution for that is just eat them in, in the morning. They kind of feel like a breakfast sort of vibe for me anyway of just – if you're worried about burning those curbs, carbs off or whatever – I mean, I don't. It just feels like there could be so many worse choices than eating a banana. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't stray say, away.
1: <laughs> I personally love bananas, and again, it's still a fruit. It's just yes, it is one of the high, slightly higher carb fruits, but just make sure you're not eating, you know, the, the giant whole bunch. ones and eating twelve in a day, and you're
0: fine. <laughs> yeah. Again, with anything, moderation. moderation. Yep. So, if somebody wanted to talk to you more about their diet or help them, I mean, you're available all over the country online with Kroger. Yes.
1: So we can do um, virtual appointments or telenutrition appointments where someone can video chat with us over a platform similar to Skype or FaceTime. And to do that, you can go online to thelittleclinic.com forward slash dietitian and you can schedule an appointment and you can schedule one or a thousand,
0: however many you want. Whether you want to talk about healthy fats or just how do you get started or do you have a medical issue that you need to eat around? You're there for everything. We cover everything. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Amanda.